we're all human. And there's these beautiful foundational fruit inside of each and every failure, big and small. And to just lean into whatever it is that God's walking you through that day, whether it feels good in the moment or not, it still can be a blessing. Hey friend, the voice you've been listening to is that of our guest, Stephanie Gass. She's joining us today on Life Coach BFF show. Stephanie Gass is a CEO, wife, boy, mom, coffee lover, and hashtag PJ's all day enthusiast. Hello. Steph helps women get clear on their niche, start a podcast, and grow a successful online business God's way. She is the host of a top 0.5% globally ranked podcast for Christian entrepreneurs, The Stephanie Gass Show. Steph believes it's possible to partner with God to create impact and income without sacrificing or buying into social media hustle. Can't wait for you to meet Stephanie. Let's get started. Here we go. Life Coach BFF show with me, your friend Heather, because we all need a BFF to take this journey called Life With. This is a podcast for midlife women who want to remain sane and find joy while parenting teens. We're living with purpose and determination to get all the goody out of life because I believe God made the goody for His people, you and me. So hop aboard this train of intention, come and sit on my porch and rest or pop in your earbuds and let's take a walk together. I'm just so grateful you're here. Hey, Steph, I've got coffee in my hand and a smile on my face because I'm so excited to have this time with you today. You've got such a gift for inspiring others, and I can't wait for our listeners to soak up your wisdom and infectious energy. So welcome to the show, friend. Hi, Heather. So happy to be here. This is so much fun to have you here. How's everyone at your house today? Well, so interesting that you ask, because normally my mornings are super seamless and good to go. But this morning was a little bit different. I was telling you before we got on that we've had um, the stomach flu going through the house and everybody keeps passing it back and forth. No matter how much I disinfect, it seems to just be here. And so my husband's sick. So this morning he was not feeling well. I was actually picking up because my cleaning ladies were coming today. So I was doing that feeding the kids. My son wakes up with a swollen eye. And so now somebody's got to take him to the doctor. So my husband's taking him to the doctor. So I end up totally frustrated, right? Because time is of the essence to get all the kids out the door, trying to pick things up. So it was very chaotic this morning and, um, which is not typical for us, but the beauty in all of that story is that about five minutes after my mommy moment, I recentered myself and actually apologized to my family and said, Hey, I was a little bit frustrated. I'm super sorry. Um, even though we all don't feel well, we can work together to make today great. And, um, I want to be the first one to say, I'm sorry for getting frustrated. So it really ended on a great note before everybody headed outside. <laughs> Yeah, because the worst is when you feel bad or they feel bad and yeah. then you get grumpy and everyone falls apart because they right. feel bad. So, yes. yeah. So tell us a little bit more about your sweet family. I know you have two boys. Yes, I have two boys, nine and six. I'm married. I've got a boy dog. So we've got all the testosterone running around over here and um, very blessed. We live um, in New Mexico. We've got three acres. So we've got some land for the kids to run and play and 
the dog to get dirty and come in with his cute, dirty face after he's been digging out in the yard. It's, it's country life. And um, I absolutely love it. Oh, I love it. We live similar to you. Only we used to have a miniature donkey. And that's what I oh. think you should give your boys for Christmas. Yeah, was it fun to have a donkey? It really was. We don't have him anymore, but he loved vanilla wafers. That was oh, his cute. favorite snack. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's too cute. Don't tell my husband that though. Cause he wants all the farm animals. And I'm like, Oh my God, we're getting chickens though. Look, baby steps, Heather, baby steps. Yes. <laughs> We've done that. I love chickens. Yeah. So what, speaking of your boys, how would your boys describe what you do? What did they, what did they say that mom does for work? I'm so curious. Yeah. So the boys say that mom is a podcaster. They know I've got a podcast and they've been on the podcast and they've done the exit to the show. So they know I do that. And they know that I help women with their businesses. That's how they usually explain what mom does. Well, that, I know they're so proud of you, but you have a busy, busy, full life and building a business. There are ups and downs always and parenting their ups and downs, being a wife, their ups and downs. Yep. What has been your biggest failure Steph, And what did you learn from it? Yeah. So I think Every failure that we go through is a foundation for the future. And one of my foundations for the future that I now sit in as this woman who is a business coach for other women, I help them start a podcast and really unlock their potential to be able to use their voices in whatever vocation that they do to be able to grow online businesses and help other people with their gifts and make it into their life's work, which is crazy, is that my business had to fail. And so um, it was back in 2016. And what I would coin as my biggest failure was growing a business the world's way and really leaning into success and money and recognition as the things that were my identity and growing that business to be super successful at the expense of everything and everyone else. And so in 2016, all of that kind of came to a head, came crashing down around me because when you build a business that's not partnered with God, that's all about you. And that's all for your glory. It is smoke and mirrors. It is not sustainable. And so that really came crashing down and I was left with absolutely nothing but myself. And so that was this moment where I had to really take a look at who I was, who I was called to be, what God was asking of me, the type of mom I was going to show up as the type, what I was going to do as a business. Um, what, how I was going to treat my health, all of it really came crashing down where I had to look and ask some hard questions. And that big failure ended up leading me to a much deeper, rich relationship with Christ, finding who I really was, which wasn't success and recognition, but it was this daughter of the King who was called to be, have this meaningful life in all these different areas, but, and that I could balance them all and that I could prioritize them all and that I could show up and make a meaning, meaningful difference in each of these areas. And then ultimately leading me and showing me how to build a business his way. So that failure was the foundation for everything that I do today. So I couldn't do what I do today if I hadn't had that failure. Yeah. And when you are growing a business God's way, which I love how you, that's kind of one of your slogans. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? The enemy is going to attack from mm -hmm. all sides and spiritual warfare is so real. It is real, but the good news is that God is with us. How do you describe spiritual warfare? 
Yes. So I have experienced spiritual warfare in many different ways, all the way back from when I was a kid. So when I was a child, I actually experienced really physical, like manifestations of spiritual warfare at night. And so I just thought they were nightmares. My parents thought I was crazy. They put me in a lot of therapy thinking like, she says there's all these creepy demons in her room all the time and there's fire and there's all these things. And I now know I was just able to see into what these realms that were around me, which may sound absolutely crazy to some of you, but what I've heard from many people is they too experience that. It's just something that most people don't actually talk about. So I've experienced it on that level all the way to small bits of spiritual warfare, like this morning, for example, and everything coming against me all at one time to get me to be derailed in who I am as a mom who is patient, who is kind, who is okay with things not being perfect all the time. Right. And so spiritual warfare comes at you in many ways, and it can come very blatantly like those attacks I I experienced as a kid or very Um, under the radar, like what I experienced this morning. And one of the things that led me to what we're going to talk about today is that my son had ended up um, being led astray on his iPad through an ad that popped up, ended up clicking some things, got taken down a rabbit trail on YouTube. And we come to discover, thankfully we had a lot of guards on YouTube. So nothing too bad was seen, but we ended up finding that he had seen some inappropriate material. And my son was eight and a half at the time. And I, if there was one thing I had been praying about for years, it was that I'd been praying against it. I had had conversations with my boys and I felt like I had completely failed as a parent to protect him, to catch something like that happening. Why hadn't he told us what he, before he started clicking things. So all of that happened and it ended up being such a beautiful blessing, right? A failure is preparing you for your future because it ended up God ended up working with me one morning that came a few weeks after this had transpired and God took me into Psalms chapter 18. And as I'm sitting here reading chapter 18, God actually walked me through a seven step spiritual battle plan. And as I'm reading this chapter, I'm just going crazy in the margin of my Bible. I'm like, oh my gosh, step one, step two, step three. It was so clear. It was very prophetic. And I knew that God was showing me, Hey, I let that happen one to armor your son so that he knows, and it's taught him so much Two to armor you as a parent, but third, so that you'll share this with other people. And it was very clear. And so I ended up actually making a workbook for my community. I've had episodes about it. And it's just something that I give to the world with absolute zero expectation, because I know that God wants people to have a battle plan for when these things are happening, whether blatant or whether smaller and unseen, we need to be equipped to fight back. This is not glorifying the enemy. It's reality. It's if you are blissfully unaware that what you're dealing with is an attack, you are not armored up to go into battle. And the beauty is the second that you're armored up, you can diminish that attack almost immediately, but we just aren't equipped. So that's what the seven steps did for me. And that's what it's been doing for those who um, implement it in their own lives. That sounds great, Steph. How can we utilize your plan? First of all, I encourage everybody to get out your Bible and read Psalms chapter 18 all the way through once with zero expectation. And then I want you to read through it again with these seven steps in mind. And 
Heather can share my link to the workbook. If you want to download the workbook, it's free. There's, you know, it's just completely something you can print and walk through as a tool to help you navigate through this chapter and to navigate through your, your own experiences that you're going through. So step one, the first thing that we have to do is we have to see the enemy attack. So in Psalms chapter 18, verse three through five, it says, I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise and he saved me from my enemies. The ropes of death entangled me. Floods of destruction swept over me. The grave wrapped its ropes around me and death laid a trap in my path. So what do we learn here? We learn that we have enemies. We learn that there are ropes and there are traps being laid for us. So we have to be discerning. We have to be on the lookout, not in a fearful way, just in a, in an eyes wide open posture, right? Looking for that. Because if you are blissfully walking through and going, oh, my life is just awful. And, oh, this is just something that I'm facing and, oh, well, or you're accepting of these situations that are happening against you or your children or your marriage or your business, you're a you are not fighting. Right. And so we have to be first and foremost aware of it. So in the workbook, some exercises I have is one list, the obstacle trap attack or stronghold below. So you're going to go ahead and write that out. Secondly, why do you think you're going through this? Just a little inventory and a little spot check, you know, this morning, if I was to say, why am I dealing with all this warfare this morning? It's because I was working on my book. I was working on my book this morning, which, which Satan does not want me to finish. Everything is coming against me to just not do this book. And it has been for over a year. And I know I was working on that and it's like, oh, really? You want to work on that? Let me show you blah, 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 blah. And so I'm aware of it. Okay, cool. You want to fight? Let's go. I am unafraid. So the third thing is to write down what is truth and what is deception. So as you're seeing what this attack is, what I know to be true is that I, the enemy doesn't want me to write the book. And the truth is God's asked me to do it. And I'm going to push through and I'm going to rebuke what Satan is trying to do to keep me distracted and to make me believe or to be in fear, right. Of actually pushing through that. Right. And Satan can be quite cunning when it comes to distracting us. Step two is to then call on God. So Psalms 18.3 said, I called on the Lord who is worthy of praise. And then 18.6 says, yes, in my distress, I cried out. I prayed for God to help. He heard me from his sanctuary. My cry to him reached his ears. Isn't that so beautiful? What do we hear? We hear twice that he called on the Lord, right? It wasn't like, maybe God will help me or mm, maybe I'll whisper. Like I called in my distress. I cried out. And then the promise here, God says, he heard me from his sanctuary. My cry reached his ears. How beautiful for you to know God hears you even in his sanctuary. Like imagine how I, I just imagine the billions of people. And I'm like, all these cries are coming up and God can hear yours. He can hear you right in that moment. And there's no warfare too small to call on God. I can call on God for the big ones, like some that I've shared with you today. And even the small ones, like the one this morning, it was like, God, I need you to center me in this frustration. 
help me live spirit forward right here in this one moment of what I'm dealing with. You call on God and that's a prayer, verbal or internal or written. Okay. Step three then comes from Psalms 1814 and 18, 16 through 24. It's watch God step in. So 1814 says he shot his arrows and scattered his enemies. Great bolts of lightning flashed and they were confused. Then it says, uh, 60. Okay. So then it says he reached down from heaven and rescued me. He drew me out of deep waters. He rescued me from my enemies, from those who hated me and who were too strong for me. They attacked me at a moment when I was in distress, but the Lord supported me. He led me to a place of safety. He rescued me and he rewarded me for doing right. So God stepped in and what did he do? He shot arrows and scattered the enemies. And here's what happened. They were confused. So it wasn't that I had to step in and take care of everything on my own. God came in and he shot some arrows and now the enemy is confused. What's happening? The defense line is weakened. Okay. The defense line is weakened. So list all the ways that God is helping you right now in whatever this thing is that you're going through. And how do you feel knowing that God goes before you in this? God walked before you. Okay. So that's step three. Step four is then to get equipped by God. This comes from Psalms 18, 32 through 36. It says, God arms me with strength and he makes my way perfect. He makes me as sure-footed as a deer, enabling me to stand on mountain heights. He trains my hands for battle. He strengthens my arm to draw a bow and your right hand supports me. Your help makes me great. So this is where it gets a little crazy because <laughs> God came in and he weakened the front line but he didn't defeat it for you. Right. He now right. he equipped you. So it was like, he, he, he weakened what you're about to go through so that you're able to fight. Then he basically equipped you, right. He made you strong. He gave you the tools because sadly we have to step out in confidence and we have to still fight. This isn't yes. just about hiding and crying out to God and then hiding under a rock. It's about you cry out to God he equips you and then you step up in your kingdom authority with the equipping that he's given you and you shoot that arrow back. So in this step four, list the ways that God equips you from verses 18, 32 through 36, and then journal over the equipping you've received and write a thank you letter to God. We should be so grateful that we have everything that we need to then step five go to battle. We're going to go to battle. This comes from 18, 37 through 38, which says, I chased my enemies and caught them. I did not stop until they were conquered. I struck them down so they could not get up. They fell beneath my feet. So what happened here? You have to stand up, chase the enemies, catch them. Do not stop until they are conquered. It's either your enemies, the ropes, the trap, the stronghold, the addiction, the thing that's coming at you, whether small or big, you have to go after it and strike it down until it falls beneath your feet. That's step five. Step six, then after you've gone to this battle and this battle is spiritual, right? You guys, that is 
activated prayer. It is going to battle in the spiritual. This means you are rising up into a place you didn't know that you could go in your prayer life. You didn't know you could go in your time to sit in the word, right? This is like, you're going to intentionally go to war against this spiritual thing, this stronghold, whatever it is, knowing you have everything that you need. God will give you the words, right? He'll give you the way. He'll give you the wise counsel. It's all going to be there for you. Two steps left. Step six is to receive God's victory and anointing. This comes from Psalm 18, 43. You gave me victory over my accusers and you appointed me ruler over nations. It's already been done. It's already won. You're already victorious. So you can go into battle with that level of confidence that God says, I'm already victorious, right? So now then my very favorite part is the final step. Step seven is to praise God and give him glory because through this whole process, he had already given you everything that you need for this to be defeated. He was just waiting for you to ask him to allow him to step in for you to be willing to be equipped and for you to show up in confidence. And then it was done. It was crushed immediately in Jesus name. Right? So it's almost this, it's a test of our faith and it's a test of our trust to let God defeat these things that we are facing. It's for us to let go of the pressure and the control and the outcome and just follow these very simple steps. Some of them, sometimes when you go through this process, it might take 30 minutes and it's done. Sometimes it might take two seconds and sometimes it may take seven years, but the, yeah. You know, but the, but the end result is that it's done and you're victorious. So this comes from Psalms 1849. And it says for this, O Lord, I praise you among the nations. I will sing praises to your name. So we're to share when you overcome that warfare, that attack, share it because your story is going to be what someone else needs to find the courage and the confidence they need to overcome a similar battle. And those are the seven steps. Those are so beautiful, Stephanie. God is like a parent. He mm-hmm. gives us all the best tools. And then we have the option of whether or not we use those tools. Yeah. And so we just, we have to use the tools. We do. And I think we are looking for, we're looking for so much more when it's really so simple. Like a life of meaning and purpose and experiencing more moreness and who you are and aliveness as a human on this side of heaven. It's really so simple, but we overcomplicate everything because we look around for all these worldly solutions to our problems and every solution to your problem is right here in Psalms 18. It's go to battle and be done with it and then live your best life pouring out and giving in love and service and taking big action and trusting that everything you need has already been given to you. Yes. Thank you for such a fantastic message. This was so wonderful. So do you have any last tips or a prayer for us before we go, Steph? I feel like the only other thing I would add here is just to remember that life is not 
about an outcome, right? Life is about finding the blessing, the miracle and experiencing God's presence in your every day, in your every situation, even in the hard ones, right? Even in the dark seasons, even in moments of pain and struggle, there is beauty in that failure. Like Heather asked in the beginning, there's something in that failure that is a foundation for your future. So to look at everything you're going through with spiritual eyes instead of physical eyes and ask God to reveal to you, what is the beauty in this very moment? And how do I glorify you through this? Even when you mess up, right? Like even me this morning, me glorifying God in that was to be willing to apologize and my family being able to see, oh, wow, mom screws up too. And she's willing to take ownership of it and me being okay with that. And then all realizing that we're all human and there's these beautiful foundational fruit inside of each and every failure, big and small, and to just lean into whatever it is that God's walking you through that day, whether it feels good in the moment or not, it still can be a blessing. Absolutely. So where can we connect with you? Yeah. So I would love you guys to come and check out my podcast. It's online business for Christian women. Anywhere you listen to podcasts, my website is stephaniegass.com. It's S-T-E-F-A-N-I-E-G-A-S-S.com. I've got lots of free resources, including this seven step spiritual battle plan. Um, Lots of free things to help you along your journey. If you are a Christian entrepreneur who wants to grow your business partnered with him, then uh, head on over there and get all the free stuff that can help you get where you're trying to go. Thank you so much, Stephanie. I have loved every second of this with you. You're so welcome. Thanks, Heather. Thank you again for being part of this incredible journey. Your support, encouragement, and presence in this community mean everything to me. If you haven't already, don't forget to tap that plus sign or hit that follow button to never miss an episode of Life Coach BFF Show. And don't forget, I love you and Jesus loves you even more. See you next time.